We just got back from vacation. It was spring break. We did a lot of things, actually. We went to Chicago on Good Friday, went to the Olivia Rodrigo concert, did the tourist stuff, Michigan Avenue, Navy Pier. Then we came home Easter. Then we went to Orlando for my daughter's cheerleading competition. We were there for a few days. We rented a car. We drove to Miami, did a beach vacation at South Beach. That was so much fun. We did the beach. We did a lot of things there. Um, Laid out, relaxed. Uh, Now we're back home, getting back into the groove, doing work, laundry, cleaning, kids doing homework. I'm exhausted. And you know that saying, you need a vacation from your vacation. Um, It's true, but we had so much fun. I've been going back and forth with like not wanting to post really anymore or a lot, uh, not, not on my business accounts. This is like my private account. Um, it's just, I don't know. It just seems so weird sometimes like showing everyone everything. And then I think it's because my kids are very private and I'm like kind of private too. I don't like my picture taken. They don't want me to post their pictures. And so I respect their privacy and I respect them. My kids are older and you know, they're, I want to, respect this, you know? Um, so I didn't really share that much. Um, the other things going on, my mother-in-law passed away and that's been really, really difficult and hard. Not really going to get into everything on that. I just want to share that, um, if you knew her, you knew, know that she was like a real life living angel, one of the most selfless people I have ever known and lucky and blessed enough that she's my kid's grandma and my mother-in-law. And um, it was, it's been a really, really huge um, loss on all of us and uh, something that really sucks. Um so that's something going on. This episode is a pre-recorded episode from last spring. My friend Lisa um, is a Reiki healer, Reiki healer, and she also does. Um, she has a mommy boot camp and really into helping moms prioritize and take care of themselves without feeling guilty. I want to re-air this episode because I think everyone, and Mother's Day is coming up, so it's the perfect opportunity, which is, this is really crazy. Last week, uh, I did a rebroadcast of another episode with another friend, and her name's Lisa. Um, I just have a lot of friends named Lisa that are really talented and uh, have a lot to share. And I hope you guys enjoy this. And if you didn't hear it the first time, enjoy. I hope you get something out of it. If you're listening to it again, I hope you get something new out of it. Please share this with someone else you think will enjoy it and needs to hear it. If you post it on social media, make sure to tag me and Lisa. Thanks. I'm really excited about today's episode with my guest, Lisa Ruggiero. Lisa and I actually have never met in person. We 
have the same business coach and we're in the same momentum group. Um, and we just do Zoom and we have just been really getting to know each other like online and Zoom through our um, momentum challenge. And um, Lisa is a great person. Just a little bit of background. She's certified in Reiki. She's a Reiki healer. She also offers aromatherapy. And in this conversation, we talk about ways that moms can prioritize themselves, take care of themselves so they don't burn out and they know um, they're not alone. And she gives so many tips and um, ways that moms can take care of themselves and practice self-care. In the show notes, I'll leave her program that she offers and we talk about it. She offers one-on-one, one-on-one self-coaching, Reiki energy healing, and aromatherapy. Well, hi, Lisa. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. And I'm so glad and happy to see you. I feel like I haven't seen you on our weekly Zooms that we used to have. I know. I miss those Zooms. How are you doing? So do I. I'm doing well. How about you? Good, good. Hanging in there. Yeah. Doing all the back to school stuff and yeah, you know, which back to school makes it a little bit gives me a little bit more time to do my like self-care routine and stuff like that. (laughs) I know it does. Mm -hmm. At first I was getting, um, leading up to the first day of school, I was getting a little sad. And then I was thinking, well, I'm going to have more time once they go to school, you know, to do my self-care routine and then get back to work than before it was hurry up, get through everything, get through work and then do things with them. Right. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Um, Can you tell the listeners um, about yourself? Sure. So (laughs) I, my name is Lisa and I am a Reiki healer. I am in the process of getting certified for my master's um, in Reiki, which will allow me to then attune other people. Um, I do have a program that I created. It's an eight week one-on-one program that I actually help women or moms specifically who really don't have time for self-care or think that they don't have time to Mm self-care, let me put it that way. And um, I basically work with them on setting boundaries. I give them an aromatherapy protocol to um, enhance, you know, the the, the, the Reiki and the work that they're doing. so I do that. And that entails uh, eight, week, eight Reiki sessions. I teach them the boundary setting. I do a chakra clearing. Um, I teach them how to do a chakra clearing. Uh, I teach them how to start a morning routine, how to create a morning routine. Mm-hmm. And just a little like foundation in eight weeks that they can really dive deep into what it is that they want to do with their self-care and how they want to prioritize themselves. And then we base it off of that. Yeah, um, I do a couple of meditations in there and then, and I give them an assessment on the first week. So what I take, what they um, are struggling with the most, and I build a customized program from there on how we're going to continue the next eight weeks. 
and I, I just love it. I love seeing the transformation of all these women. Um, and I am, I, I am a mom myself. Yeah. And so I got into Reiki because I was diagnosed five years ago with stage one breast cancer. And I was uh, turned on to Reiki and I just fell in love with it. I mean, I had no side effects um, from my chemotherapy and my radiation um, mm-hmm. appointments. And I was still able to do everything that I wanted um, and, and still feel similar to myself. And the Reiki, I just fell in love with it. Like I could not believe how much it impacted my recovery journey and my life in general. Um, and I just, it just took off from there that I wanted to help other women. That sounds amazing. The program sounds awesome. And oh, so you. many people can benefit from this. I know, um, especially with um, the past year and a half, almost two years with COVID, mm-hmm. I think so many moms have become burned out and neglecting themselves. And we forgot how to put ourselves first and they all can really benefit from right. your program. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> and the good thing about Reiki is that, is that it's a healing energy that transcends time and space. So mm-hmm. the fact that these moms were confined to the, the house with their children, um, it, it didn't make a difference because they were still able to get their Reiki session and really relax their body. Because Reiki is not all woo-woo, you know? Mm-hmm. It's a healing energy that once you once it's once you do it and as you're doing it to the person, their body is relaxed. So it's not to be used, I gotta preface this with it's not to be used in place of Western medicine because mm-hmm. regular doctor treatments, um, yeah. this is what this is always gonna come forth first and foremost, but the way key will enhance it. So it it just allows the body to relax. It allows the energy, the block negative energy to move around. If you have stress, it kind of moves it around and out of the body so that whether you just want to relax or you have anxiety or you are recovering from an illness like I was, Mm -hmm. it puts the body in a state of relaxation so that it can... um, I want to, I say more fully, I don't know if that's a technical term, but it takes, the body can take on the healing in a better way because, you know, body, relaxed body, relaxed mind, it kind of just all comes full circle. So um, that's, that's what I try to do. And it it helps in so many different areas of your life. It helps with self-care and especially in the pandemic. My, I have a client now who told me that, you know, working with my program has reignited her relationship with her husband because oh, she's that's better, better able to set the boundaries that needed to be set and make herself a priority, even if it's for five minutes in the morning. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it, it is, it's a big thing for, for women. And yeah. It's a big thing. For yeah. Women. Mm-hmm. Can you take us through um, 
your self-care or morning routine? Sure. (laughs) So (laughs) my morning routine, I generally try to get up around 5.30 or 6. Um, I generally go and I have it planned out where like on a Tuesday or Thursday, I will do my grocery shopping first because I like to get there before everybody else gets there. Mm -hmm. And then I come home and I do my morning routine. But my morning routine generally starts with lemon water. And I do self-wakey. I eat my a healthy breakfast or what I consider a healthy breakfast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, if I have time, I will meditate. Um, sometimes I won't do the meditation till the nighttime. I journal. That is a big thing. Um, yeah. I actually was turned on to the morning pages, which that's not something I technically have time to do all the time because mm-hmm. it's three pages of continuous writing. And sometimes is that the artist's way? The artist way, yes. Okay, yeah. So sometimes that becomes difficult as a mom taking the kids to school, doing whatever. You that I will sometimes do at night if I, if I'm really feeling like I need it. Mm-hmm. Um, but just my journaling is always a part of it. My self wake is an everyday thing. Um, my lemon water, my breakfast, and my coffee. Yeah, <laughs> those are my things. Um, then I will get the kids off to school, uh, come back, I'll do a little cleaning. And throughout the day, I just try to do something, Mm -hmm. Um, whether it's meditation or it's um, just going for a walk around the block, you know, just something to keep my mind going because I'm not the type that can sit in the house and just sit there, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So that's my routine. And you know, when I say I meditate, I'm not going to lie. You know, I don't always have the time to sit there and do a guided hour long meditation. Mm-hmm. Sometimes meditation for me is just taking a couple of deep breaths in a couple of deep breaths out and asking for guidance. Um, sometimes it's a chakra clearing. Uh, so it's, that's just how my days go. And on the days that I do my grocery shop and I try to plan everything out, uh, that will go first and then my morning routine will come when I get home yeah um and I don't even call it a morning routine so much because sometimes my routine goes throughout my day and it's Mm -hmm. not just in the morning um and that was one thing that I worked on with my client a lot because she was like I don't have time to do all this in the morning and 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 that's the thing where I feel like we call it a morning routine but is it really supposed to be confined to just the hours of the morning? Yes. You know, that is saying? so true. Yeah. It's, it's, I almost want to call it my day routine because yeah. I am constantly trying to do something for, for myself throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just certain things that I like to start my day with as opposed to doing in the afternoon or at night but I've meditated before bed. I've, you know, so that's one thing I like to tell my clients is that don't say you don't have time because it doesn't have to be in the morning. I just tell them do something that brings you joy in the morning, something that's going to set your intention, whether that's journaling, whether that's, um, whether that's, um, meditation, whether that's going for a quick walk or doing a quick exercise video or 
take drinking your coffee in the backyard, listening to the birds sing, you know, that's mm-hmm. my idea. That's all you have to do. It can be one thing. And the rest can just come throughout the day. Yeah. Uh, and I feel the same way, like nightly routine, I can say, I call it my nightly routine because what are you going to do? You, you know, it, you're not going to do it all night long, right? So there's yeah. that I like to do before bed. I journal at night. I do a gratitude list. I try to um, move my body a little bit. Sometimes I'll go for a walk at night after dinner, um, playing with my kids. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the other thing that my client brought up. Well, how do I have, uh, how do I have self-care when I'm doing it with my kids? And my answer is always, does it bring you joy? Does bringing with, being with your kids, taking that walk with your kids or meditating with your kids, does that bring you joy? And she's like, mm-hmm. well, yeah, my kids bring me joy. So then it's self-care. In my mm-hmm. book, it's yeah. self-care. Self-care doesn't have to be this stigma of just being about the self. Uh-huh. Because it can be anything, in my opinion, that brings you joy. Is yeah is filling your cup that's so true that's so funny because someone like I just was w- looking at and not just but like it was like a week ago and their Instagram was saying like um it was kind of like a yogi thing that's what I'm kind of like pulling away from yoga, <laughs> yoga a little bit because they are so one you know like spiritual and blah 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 and they're like if it's not this this it's not really self-care if you're and I'm like no if I wanted to sit on the couch and I needed because I never sit on the couch and watch tv I never watch Netflix if I needed that moment and it brought me joy and made me laugh watching something that Mm -hmm. to me is self-care and it was saying like the opposite like that's not really self-care and I was like Yes, it is. If it like made me happy that day, it is. Right. I think, you know, is. yeah. And I think the definition of morning routine is kind of where people get stuck, mm-hmm. especially mom, because I think that they're saying, but if I don't do it in the morning, it's not a morning routine. And I don't think that, like I said, I don't think that I think if moms didn't have that stigma of morning routine, I think they would really start to see more of, wow, you know, that did bring me joy in, in the middle of my day. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but I do, that being said, strongly believe that everybody should do something in the morning that's just for themselves. Like mm-hmm. I said, journal, um, whatever. Yeah. No, because when I first started morning self-care, I was like, I'm going to go get my nails done. I'm going to go get, (laughs) I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And everybody's like, when are you home? And I'm like, well, I have to do my self-care. And then it hit me like, but wait, maybe I want to do my nails with my daughter. So why is that not Mm self-care? So I try to steer my clients away from that. It has to be done in the morning. Um, like I said, I think intention setting is important in the morning. Journaling is important in the morning because for me, that sets my intention for the day. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't, everything else can, in my opinion, can come throughout your day. Yeah. Um, you mentioned um, aromatherapy. 
Mm-hmm. What are some of your favorite go-to um, essential oils for stress relief? Okay, so I I go for lavender. Mm-hmm. I go for okay. balance. Um, now I know we are with different companies, I believe. Yeah, so it doesn't matter. Names. I'm not. It doesn't. Yeah. I don't care. But. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I love lavender, lavender on the bottom of the feet um, before you go to bed and even on your pillow or in a diffuser next to your bed. Um, that I love for um, anxiety. Mm-hmm. Balance, I like to put on the heart. I like to inhale balance because that is very uh, grounding um, oil in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I use that one a lot actually on my daughter because she has anxiety and it's just like boom, calms her down. Oh, that's um, great. And it it's that calming effect without like the sleepiness, whereas the yeah. will make you kind of sleepy. Mm-hmm. Um, I love um, God. There's so many I use. You know, I know. Like, um, those are my two favorites. I love adaptive. Adaptive is a very, um, that that's also like a very calming kind of oil that mm-hmm. can be used in a lot of ways. It can be used in the bath. They actually made it a bath oil with it. Um, I like to do a lot of mixes of like a bunch of calming oil. So like for my daughter, I would make a lavender and balance together and then that kind of it calms her but it like at night will make her sleepy yeah. um so just things to have on hand I mean uh peppermint is fantastic for if you're indigestion like these are mm-hmm. the ones I use all the time uh indigestion that's good for headaches it's good for tension um but the ones that I steer more towards for sleeping, for anxiety would be lavender, adaptive, balance, um, and serenity is another good one. And those, those are the ones I love. I mean, yeah. granted, there's so many different oils and so many different com- companies that sell these oils that can be used in so many ways. And that's the thing. It's like, I got into the aromatherapy because after having been pumped with all this chemo and stuff like that, it's kind of like, wow, you know, if I have a really bad headache or let me back up. If I am having problems sleeping, if I have an insomnia, I have two choices, right? Or three choices. I could stay up all night and deal with it. I could take a sleeping pill, or I can use a natural solution. Not to say that the natural solution, the essential oil should replace the sleeping pill. Mm-hmm. But if you are into a more natural way, I would choose the essential oil. Right. Um, and, and that's that's just, that's why I really like to use um, essential oil. So like when I was working with one of my clients, she complained that she couldn't sleep. She was very anxious and she had bad digestion. 
And so for her protocol, now I customize her protocol. And okay, why, when do you get anxious? When do you have indigestion? When do you, well, this bothers me and I get anxious about it. And then my stomach starts hurting. And then once my stomach starts hurting, I feel sick, but then I can't sleep, right? So how did I customize this? Well, I gave her balance for her anxiety. I gave her digest then for her indigestion. Mm-hmm. And I gave her lavender for her sleep. So when they were combined, it it, it got her through her issues. And she yeah. didn't have to take an over-the-counter um, product. But again, I can't say that you can't, you shouldn't. I know, we're, we're instilled in our head. We have to say not FDA approved. Yeah. <laughs> not FDA approved, exactly. Um, but you know what? Uh, I just recently saw this on somebody's Instagram story. You know what? Neither are your vitamins. I know. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, it, it, you use your own, your own thing. And yeah. everybody, you know, everybody's different. You know, you get my father, he'll be like, oh, I'll take an aspirin. You're like, that's not mm-hmm. So having an open mind and when it's combined with traditional medication and it's combined with self-care, it, it really has an impact. And yeah. so that's how I really got into the essential oil. And, you know, and my kids see this and you, it will, the moms, once they get a self-care um, routine in place, it's gonna spiral into their everyday life. Now I sit here, I do Reiki and soon I'll be able to teach Reiki and my kids would be like mommy what 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 are you why are you going like what are you doing (laughs) i'm doing wakey i'm doing wakey i'm doing wakey okay don't and mommy why are you sitting there like this well i'm meditating why are you meditating because it calms me slows my breathing and at first they thought i was nuts and they me with my husband and they laughed at me and you know what one day I hear my two kids fighting and I go into the living room to tell them to stop. And I see my little one like this. And I said, what are you doing? She goes, I'm meditating. I said, why are you meditating? Cause I'm really stressed out and it works for you. So I thought I'd try. Oh, that's great. My, my older one, um, yesterday going back to school being very anxious mommy can I have some balance can I put it on me yeah you can have some balance unfortunately the school won't let me give her it in school mm-hmm. I can't they can't have any like perfumes or like so like I can't even put it oh in really yeah they're not allowed to have they can wear it if they come from home yeah but if she wants to reapply she's not allowed to have it in school um but what I did do is I get, I put it like on her necklace, mm-hmm. on the back of her necklace. I put it on the necklace and just, she can smell it. Yeah. So, you know, and, and that's when I'm like, wow, like they hear me. They, mm-hmm. you know, I think they don't listen, but they hear me. I know. They're like sponges. <laughs> right. And, and. And what I tell my clients is it's going to be a struggle to stop. It's going to be a struggle to find the time. But once you make it a priority, 
you're going to see your husband's going to want to start doing it. Your daughters are going to want to do it. Your sons are going to want to start it because they're going to see how much it changes your life for the better. Yeah. You know, my husband was like, Reiki, give me a break. What the hell? You're crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do this, do this. But guess what? Now he's like, oh, Lee, my knee hurts. Can you give me some Reiki? <laughs> I'm not crazy, am I? Now yeah. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I asked um, in my stories, my Instagram stories for my listeners, um, some questions and they gave me some questions for you. Okay. Um, one is, um, is there advice for better time management and self-care for work from home moms? Yes, this is my, this is what I taught myself. So <laughs> you're going to, I find it easier for myself. And I, I, I'm not going to say erase the you are going to, because you're going to do what feels right for you. For me, I found when I was trying to fit my work into my day, it got chaotic. Mm-hmm. But when I fit my day into my work, it got easier. So I always tell people to try getting up a half hour early, okay? Before you get out of bed, going back to self-care. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, my intention for today is- Yeah. That's self-care. In my book, that's Mm self-care. And then you do your morning stuff, whatever you have to do. And you set your hours for, I'm gonna work from, nine to whatever, whatever your hours are. But when this kid is sleeping, you know, depending on the age or playing or doing tummy time or whatever, maybe I can take this phone call or you kind of have to, but what I feel and what's worked for me is to take your day and break it down. Write a list of what needs to be done, what like, you want to write what needs to be done for home, what needs to be done for you, what needs to be done for your family, and what needs to be done for work. Mm-hmm. And then you may not get to everything all day. And, and that's the mindset that a lot of us as women, we want to do it all and do it all perfectly, right? Yep. Um, but write your lists and just pick out, you know, a couple of things that you have to get done. And it also depends on your job. But I was a legal secretary for 25 years and I learned to prioritize. And my boss would be like, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this, mm-hmm. do this. And I would say, no, I have to have it in a system because if I don't have a system, I'm going to go bananas. And so I try to tell them my advice to be would be for the moms is to find your priorities and your kids are a priority. Um, your work is a priority. If you work from home, I would assume that your hours are flexible. I, I mean, maybe not. I don't know. Some people yeah. are working from their regular job. But assuming that your hours are flexible, I would say I set your dates, set your time, and what you want to do each day, what has to be done each day. Um, and then everything else comes around it. 
Yeah. Um, if you're working a job where you're working for someone else, then I would say, can't. You're only one person. If you're working mm -hmm. with someone else, you're going to have to say, or they're going to have to understand, I have my kids. Yeah. You know? So not to say like, oh, I'm not going to do my job because you have to do your job. Mm -hmm. But there, maybe you have to, you know, try to take your lunch break with, with them, like with their lunch or try to get up a little bit earlier. It's just kind of like, it depends on the job. Yeah. For me, being a work at home mom, right? My kids are in school now, but I still, when they're not heat home, I have certain things. So I see my clients on, uh, well, this particular client on a Saturday. That works for her, that works for me. But I kind of got away from the idea of having to do it all in one day. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I set my hours for work. So if my hours are nine to five, anything before nine is for my my self-care, my kids, my doing the housework. That's another issue. That's a conversation. Like, <laughs> the housework is like, you know what? Nobody cares if your house is perfect. It's more how we feel about it. Yeah. And those things will get done. The laundry will get done. Um, and, and then like that kind of stuff you can save for the weekend, or I like to do little, uh, hacks, like keep, um, I keep in the bathroom, a thing of Clorox wipes. So every time I go into the bathroom, I just wipe yeah. down the sink, run over the toilet bowl real quick. So it's not a deep clean, but yeah. it's clean. So that eliminates your having to worry about cleaning the bathroom because Everybody has to go to the bathroom. Just wipe it down when you're washing mm -hmm. your hands, you know? Um, little tricks like that. Um, meal prepping is something that I struggle with, but that helps tremendously because when I do do it, everything is prepared. So if you want to make a chicken, for, you know, I try to make my meals. Um, so like I pick out what everybody's going to eat. And that's, you know, having picky kids is, yeah. but I base for me, you know, like chicken, I'll eat chicken Monday and Wednesday. I'll eat a turkey burger Tuesday and whatever. I'll eat a staff. So you have all the components. Yeah. Cut up, already cooked, already there where you can just grab a lunch. You can just grab um, dinner, you know, the components of a dinner. I learned that just recently because I never understood meal planning. I was like, mm -hmm. how to make all these meals if I don't know what I want to eat? But I, and then I learned it's the components that you want to have. You want to have the salad chopped up. You want to have the vegetables chopped up. You want to have the meat cooked, you know, and, mm -hmm. and just portioned out. So that, that would be my advice for a stay-at-home mom who is working her own business. Yeah. But when you're working for a boss, it's kind of like the same concept because I've done that. But that's where you have to find your voice and your boundaries and kind of be like, I can only work these hours. I cannot, absolutely cannot work overtime. Um, 
But again, I can't speak to that on a general basis because everyone's job is different. Yes. Yeah. And I don't want to say there's any one fit, one set way. I, when I was working, had the luxury to say, you know what? I can't, can't come in today because I have the kids home. He was flexible. Um, but not everybody has that. I know. So yeah. In that, I would say to them, take the concepts that I, 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 I said for the stay-at-home moms who are working their own business and kind of just fit them into your lifestyle in that capacity. Um, but the brain dump is definitely um, another thing that I just recently learned where you write down the priorities for the week. What am I doing? What has to be done this week? What can wait? What mm -hmm. has to be done in business this week? What can wait? What has to be done for myself? What can wait? Well, mm -hmm. a meditation maybe or journaling has to be done. A doctor's appointment has to be done, but maybe a nail appointment could wait. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then yeah. how I would kind of like balance it out. Yeah. The next um, question kind of, it, it was pretty similar. So, and I feel like you kind of answered some of the stuff. It, it is um, self-care tips for busy um, moms. Um, so this all has like circled back around. And I think all of this is self-care tips for busy well, moms, because whether well, you're working or you're not, as I do air quotes, quote unquote, like a working, like working a what people consider a job, um, being a mom is work. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I feel like this all well, is- I had, I had read an article when I first became a mom, like when my daughter was first born that said, if a mom was to get paid a salary for being a mom, we would be the richest women in the world because it is the, we would get probably paid more than the president, <laughs> but yeah. because it's a hard embodied consuming job mm -hmm. and self-care for me is anything that, like I said, anything mm -hmm. that brings you joy. Mm -hmm. So maybe get up a half an hour early, um, me and and have your coffee outside or do your journal or get you know what I got for affirmations I think we learned this together in our calls the yeah. think up app where you oh just yeah yeah recite mm -hmm. and I re I recorded my affirmations and then I can play it in the car I can play it in my ears when I'm walking I can and you just hearing your affirmations all the time um, I'm even reading a book, Coffee Self-Talk, which is kind of the basic idea, but the way that this woman gets it to stick is by doing it when she's having her cup of coffee. Mm -hmm. So there you're killing two birds with one stone, right? You're drinking your coffee and you're also listening to saying your affirmations. Yeah. Um, tips for the busy self-care mom. Sometimes I include my kids. Yeah, that's you know? a good one. Yeah. If, if, if your kids are, you know, little and you can put them in the stroller at nap time and take them for a walk and you're happy and you're listening to your headphones and you're listening to your affirmations or your favorite podcast or whatever it is, you're taking care of yourself, mm -hmm. but you're also taking care of your child. 
-hmm. you can what well, well, I did when I was a little when my kids were little and I believe me was not on the self-care wagon when my kids were little yeah chaotic I was beyond the way all these women are asking me these questions like how do you how do you take care of yourself how do you take care of yourself this is how I was because I had no clue I had no idea and I would have the baby screaming I said to the kids one time let's make pretzels okay mommy flour everywhere I mean try cleaning that up on themselves all over let's finger paint all over each other so I get the struggle and I was, you know, I wasn't taking care of my, my body nutritionally. I was drinking coffee. I was eating granola. I was in between. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, the Reiki and the diagnosis and all that really put everything into perspective. And in all the classes I've taken, in all, all of the um, practices I've done, all of the self-improvement work I've done, has really taught me that self-care can be, self-care can be taking your kids for a walk. If it brings you joy, it doesn't have to be a solo thing. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's my advice for, you know, busy moms that are, you know, home with the kids. Yeah. When they tummy time, read a book. When they're mm -hmm. a nap, read a book um, or take a nap with them. Yeah. You know, um, I would try to do that. That that was that was like a big thing. But, you know, it, you, you have to kind of play with it. How does it fit into your day? But these are some ideas. Um, taking a walk with the baby or with the kid in the stroller. Um, reading a book when they're playing uh meal prepping so that you have more time to watch a tv show or whatever um work out while you're watching tv you know mm -hmm. class, do leg lifts while you're watching that's what i used to do when my yeah. kids were little um i'm trying to think of other ideas get a reiki session you know um yeah go to a yoga class do a meditation things like that that I would mm -hmm. say are some, ideas, some easy, simple, quick ideas. Yeah. yeah. And I also think, because it's so hard with like mom guilt and stuff, we need to know it's okay and allow ourselves to ask for help and someone like our spouse or, you know, someone that we're close with watch the kids so we can get a break. Cause I know that's still, even though my kids are 13 and 10, it's hard for me still to do that. Like, um, with their, um, cheer and stuff. Like I, you know, don't ask when I need help. And so I'm reminding myself, like, right. Ask, <laughs> I don't have to do all the things. Right. Exactly. And when I got pregnant with my daughter, I waited a long time to have my daughter, 14 years. And so mm -hmm. when I had her, I didn't want anybody to watch her. I didn't want to be away from her. Um, so I tried to do it all. I tried mm -hmm. to have the house clean when my husband got home and have the baby all in a perfect mood, have all the food ready. I tried to do everything. And you know what, ladies? 
your husband's going to have to learn to cook for himself sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> you just can't. You, you can't mm -hmm. do everything. And unfortunately, I learned that the hard way because I didn't make myself a priority. I had all this stuff built up. I had all this resentment. I had all this negative energy. And then I had this unexpected, right? This diagnosis that could have potentially got the big taken my, my, me out of the picture completely. Mm -hmm. And that's when I realized like, I have to take, not everything is going to be perfect. Not everyone is going to do what you want with your kids, but you know what? You can't control that. You have to trust. You have to trust that your family members can do it just as good as you can. They've done it before uh, for most chances. And once I did that, it just opened up a whole new, it opened up a whole new life style, a whole new, I mean, I'm calmer, I'm getting more things done because I'm more focused. And, and that's what I try to teach in my, in my program, you know, um, and that, that, that's just, it's true. Like mom guilt is such a terrible thing. It's probably in my opinion, similarly, similarly close to postpartum depression. Mm -hmm. Because postpartum depression, you don't feel good enough, right? Right. With mom guilt, you still don't feel good enough. Yeah. You know? Uh, and, you know, am I going to make my kid mad at me if I say no? Am I going to make this one mad if I don't have this play day? Am I going to insult this one if I don't drop my kid off and I want to stay? Am I going to, mm -hmm. you know, it's listen to your intuition. That's big, mm -hmm. big, big, big thing I learned in my own um, self-care journey. Your gut, that little feeling, that little inkling that you get, that's the right thing to do. Yeah. So that's where self-care starts to trust. Trusting yourself is self-care, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, then the mom guilt just becomes the, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mom guilt to like, well, you know what? I have to worry about me. Yeah. There has to be balance. Cause I went from not doing anything to myself to doing everything for myself. And now I found balance. Mm-hmm. Um, where can the listeners find you at on um Instagram and everything? Yeah. So um I'm on Instagram, so it's at I am Lisa Lugiero. And then I do have my link in my Instagram, my link in bio will take you to my website with my Reiki weights and the aroma therapy weights. Well, I don't know if I have the weights on there, but I definitely have like and then you can book to my calendar. Um, if you sign up for my email list, which is on mm -hmm. that link in bio, you will get a free quiz. Is like is Reiki right for me? And and then I'll, you'll get on my on my newsletter list with some tips and self care. Um, and that that's where I'm at. I that I I do have a page on Facebook, but I really don't post much on Facebook. Yeah, either do I. Uh huh. I know there's a lot of moms on Facebook, but I kind of feel like the aesthetic on Instagram, there's moms there too. Mm -hmm. You know, 
Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm not really sure on how to navigate my Facebook page as opposed to, I'm trying to set that up. Yeah. Because right now my Facebook page is going from what's on Instagram is on, is on Facebook. And I kind of want to find a way to differentiate it. Um, so I will be getting a Facebook page at one point that I'm active on in the mm-hmm. future. Now I'm mostly Instagram. Um, and then the link in bio and, um, and there you go. And my program is eight weeks, one-to-one. So I do have some spots open because I'm going to be finishing up this one. And there will be some spots open um, starting probably October 1st. So if oh, anybody okay. wants to join me, they can DM me. Um, and like I said, it'll all be customized to them. Because that, you know, that's the other thing. Self-care is not a one-size-fits-all. Yeah. And how you go about it, because everybody's circumstances are different. So I could take, you know, yoga may help somebody, but it may not help me. Mm-hmm. And so I want, my goal is to customize every client's uh, journey to what they're struggling with. So to first find out the struggles and then build a program for them from there. So as far as aromatherapy, as far as Reiki, as far as, you know, will meditation help? Is that something you're interested in? It's more of a customized kind of program where it's going to go around your schedule, your lifestyle. And that's how hopefully everyone will be successful. That's my hope. Yeah. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for coming on. And I've enjoyed talking with you and seeing your face again. And I will leave all the information in the show notes. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. And (laughs) um, 